it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Geminis, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Easy Yoga, all things yoga, well-being and relationship. And today I have a very special guest and I'm so excited because his name is Ed Wood. He's the owner and director of and lead instructor of Yoga Fury, a yoga studio based in Bristol, England. And the short version of how it all began, in 2012, Ed took a voluntary redundancy from his work in IT and began Yoga Fury Hot Yoga. They started from nothing and would hire spaces and haul in heaters every evening to warm the room up to offer the magic of hot yoga. In 2016, Ed and his wife Freya welcomed a beautiful baby boy, Hamish, into the world. And another bundle of joy was that this Yoga Fury was built as well. They had their very own purpose-built studio in Bishopston at the same time. Yoga Fury is also committed to reforest an area the size of mainland Britain by 2050. So welcome, Ed. Thank you for being here. Well, hello, Gemma. Thank you for inviting me along. That's all right. I'm so excited to talk to you because I love hot yoga. (laughs) Don't we all? It's amazing. It's really, really good. So, uh, yes, how did you uh, get into or why, why did you start this business? Uh, well, uh, to cut a long story short, um, as a teenager, I wanted to be a PE teacher, but um, f- ended up doing an IT degree and my IT career was great. Um, I enjoyed it. It was technically interesting, met some great people, but really my heart was always in the things I was doing in the evenings and at weekends, um, which at the time was um, martial arts. Yeah. Um, But I took a a terrible knee injury as a result of that. And again, long story short, um, yoga was instrumental in bringing me back from that. And particularly hot yoga made a massive difference. Yeah. Um, after a failed operation so um, that's yeah. kind of how I mean I was always there really but that's how it actually came to pass if you like yeah. and were you always into yoga had you tried it at a young age or how- um, well no for me it was it was martial arts um, oh okay which, yeah yeah well do you know what there's there's actually a lot of similarities yeah in terms of the, the need to concentrate on what you're doing, the yeah. need to put in regular practice, the need to, um, to take care of oneself. Um, and as I got older and I moved away from the external martial arts and more into internal martial arts, I later found that lots of the movements are the same as well. Yeah. So that, that became interesting. Yeah, that's just it. I suppose, yeah, they are kind of the same. They're just named slightly differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. Obviously, a, a different overall. It, it, I, I almost felt like 
you know, as Buddhism spread east, yeah. you know, perhaps um, Oriental cultures could see what these guys could do and yeah. repurposed it in that yeah. very sort of practical way that some people have. Yeah, yeah. I used to teach, actually, I used to teach at a uh, MMA fighting club. Wow yoga <laughs> okay cool <laughs> so yeah it was really good they would do their thing first and then we'd stretch for about half an hour afterwards and it was really good fun but i i did notice that because they were so well like their upper body was quite big they had big thighs big quads because of the kicking and yeah just the way that they moved they were all really really tight even though you would think that they would be quite flexible they weren't at all and it was just really interesting to me to see wow. but yeah that was good fun i like that actually <laughs> but that yeah amazing. yeah yeah it was good so yeah you have now a yoga studio in bristol is that That's going right. really well it sounds amazing um well i mean i it's been a challenging time you know bristol's yeah. lost a lot of yoga studios yeah um, I mean that's a fact so I can't say it hasn't had its uh, challenges yeah um but you know if if you would like if you were to take me like 10-15 years ago in my IT job and say hey you know it's going to be like this yeah um but you still want to do it I, I definitely have said yes yeah you know yeah it just gives you so much more freedom as well. Yes, you've got it and you've got your studio and it's so much work and but it's enjoyable work as well because you're not sat at a desk constantly nine to five in that right angle position, which we shouldn't be at. <laughs> Definitely. And how do you help your clients? Um, well, that's a really good question. So we provide um, a very safe space. Uh, where people can relax and just concentrate on themselves, really. Yeah. Um, it's a very social environment as well. So there's um, there's a big community uh, of students who who have all got to know each other through the practice, um, and so it's kind of just created this this environment where you know people people feel like they're completely included. Um, and so everyone can work on themselves just exactly how they are um, today yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I always say as well in my classes, it's not a competition. Yoga is not a competition. It's not even a competition with yourself. It's just something to go to, relax. And if you want to compete against yourself, that's fine and that's good. But it's not really for that. And some people will come in and say oh well that person's on that mat doing that thing but i can't do that like well you will get there don't worry about it it's just the way you're doing it or yeah you just need to go at your own pace well exactly you know we we invest so much um kind of value in different stages in a movement chain it's like i mean my knee could be bent or my knee could be straight yeah. and i could feel completely differently about myself yeah, you know, it just it just doesn't seem to make too much sense. Yeah, yeah. And what kind of classes do you do there? Do you have hatha and vinyasa, or do you make up a different one with hot yoga? So we we offer eight different class styles. There are no fixed sequences, but there are um, distinct styles ranging from um, very meditative um, at lower temperatures uh, to much more pacey and dynamic. 
at higher temperatures. Um, so there's a full range um, available. We really encourage teacher creativity. So we don't want to set any fixed sequences, yeah. um, although we did do a 26 and 2 variant when all the Bikram studios closed. Yeah. Right, okay. Was, well, yeah, to, because otherwise, I mean, we, we want to be inclusive and until then we've never included anything like that. But yeah. hand on heart, we couldn't do 26 and 2. Yeah. But we uh, we look. One of our teachers took some training, and we looked into the ghost tradition and okay. and uh, developed something, uh, a kit very akin to it. Yeah. Um, that yeah. we can you know put our faith in. Yeah. Um, but anyway, to answer your question, that there's a lot of you'll get a different class every time you come, That's unless you attend the twenty six and two variant, which we call primal. Yeah. That's really good. I always had a, I don't know, I, I always had a thing about hot yoga and until I went and did it, uh, and then it completely changed my mind. But I was always in the fact that I suppose I didn't know enough about it. So I couldn't really comment on it. But my thing was that I don't really like hot yoga because you're stretch, you're overstretching your muscles when you wouldn't normally. And, and to me, that felt really wrong. But actually going and doing it, it really is completely the opposite. You stretch in a different way because it's really, really hot and your muscles are already warmed up and then it's getting the toxins flowing. So you're then getting rid of everything. So that's probably a really bad thing. But I think a lot of people who I talked to, they were the same mind as me before they even did hot yoga, which is bad. <laughs> well, there's, there, there has been a lot of gimmicky stuff um, said uh, and there's no doubt about it. Um, I mean, the the heat definitely does, and this is why more and more studios are using it. The heat definitely does um, some magic to people. Yeah. Um, I mean, to answer that, there's a danger of overstretching. And to be honest, there's a danger of overstretching. There's a danger of overdoing it in any exercise. Yeah, there is. Yeah. You know, like all the time, if I'm going to exercise, I need to have at least 5% of my brain dedicated to my own safety yeah and and okay so we elevate the temperature well you know it's not just the elevated temperature it would be my unwillingness to you know respond to that and to yes and to look after myself I, I that sort of set I, I feel like that abdicates responsibility I don't mean that at all no 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 not at all no it's very no. much are looking after everybody yeah. and making sure everybody understands that they go at their own pace yeah. and there are alternatives and modifications yeah um but it's it's not just the um well it's another opportunity for for people to practice a little bit of concentration I think and yes. to, a yeah. bit of presence in the yeah. moment where they are yeah I have or still have really bad hips but yoga has really really helped me I've got hip dysplasia and by going to hot yoga it completely transformed it it's amazing how yeah I don't even know how it does it but it really does help I think the heat as well as moving and stretching and getting rid of all these toxins really really help injuries and it obviously has done for you with your knee as well yeah well the the actual effect is called this is tricky one to pronounce it's called thixotropy Okay. which is some some fluids are less viscous when they're warm and when you think you know like um if a person weighs say 100 kilograms we know that 
60% of that is water. So there's 60 kilograms of water, but there's only eight pints of blood. Yeah. You know, there's loads of unaccounted for water in there. And anyway, that's the connective, that's the fluid around the connective tissues and the fascia. And that, because of thixotropy, the fluid that's bathing all of this connective tissue and fascia is just less sticky when it's warm. So people get closer to a true full range of movement. Yeah. Of course, if you're going to get closer to your full range of movement, it's important to um, have a weather eye out. But that would be true if you were doing uh, cross training yeah. or if you were doing like large amounts of swimming or, or yeah. any exercise, you have to you have to take some responsibility for looking after yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you have done one class of Bikram and I didn't like it at all because you weren't allowed to, well, this one anyway, you weren't allowed to drink water throughout it. And I can see the whole side of why you shouldn't because you're trying to get rid of the toxins. But I was really dehydrated beforehand and that was wrong probably of me to do that, but to go to a hot yoga class and be dehydrated already. But yeah, I didn't like the fact that that was like that. But do you say you can have water throughout it if you want to stop and you want to relax and, and have a drink? Then? Uh, yeah, so, so absolutely. I mean, if a person needs to have a rest, we would always encourage them to have a rest. Yeah. If they need any assistance, they've only got to ask. Um, people, people are free to drink water. I mean, if, if a person was drinking buckets of it, yeah. they're likely to get a stitch the teacher's yeah. probably going to say hey <laughs> you know you could sort of slow down a little bit um the thing is that i don't i i think that's part of the hype really that you know there's not really a lot more detox going on i think yes. than would normally be the case if one was moving you know the heat is doing something else yeah. the sweating can be good for people yeah. there's no doubt about it but the heat is doing something something else and it's a great leveler as well I feel like people learn to breathe yes much much more quickly in in a hot environment because it doesn't matter I feel like a very fit person can do can do yoga classes without really learning to breathe for a yeah. very long time yeah whereas in the hot room um it doesn't matter how how fit you are everybody is is hot yeah. you have to breathe yeah yeah and, we have a machine that changes the air in the room 50 times a minute. Wow. So the, the yeah, yeah, the air is, yeah. is, is very, very fresh. Um, and we're also, the air that is in the room is being filtered constantly. Yeah. Um, and the size of the filter is such that it would take out coronavirus particles. Oh, wow, that's good. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know the science, but I yeah. believe that our air is changed as rapidly as an operating theater's nice. air would be changed. That's really good, really, really good. And what problem do you solve with your clients? Now, I know that kind of is the same as the second question, but in a different way. Well, actually, I, I think it's an interesting question because I feel like there's there's some big problems. Like for the individual, we we kind of always multitask. Yes. No matter what, we're yes. almost always multitasking. Oh, I'll do this and I'm doing that and I've got something else going on. Yeah. And we, we provide a space, an environment and overt encouragement to, uh, to not do that. 
yeah just just for this hour just for you. Yeah. one thing at a time yeah and i feel like for the individual it's great to see that oh do you know what it's okay if i do do just one thing at a time and then i yeah. might actually get more out of it yeah and of course for like wider society i mean i was reading um recently that most illnesses are now deemed to be lifestyle illnesses wow that's bad lots of, yeah 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 lots of lots of deaths um you know uh, may have been preventable through lifestyle measures yeah. i mean I, I again i'm not a doctor but what i would say is we can help the individual by encouraging them not to always multitask yeah. and we can help wider society by giving people um a reason and motivation and encouragement to look after themselves a little bit yeah yeah which starts with just slowing down to just do one thing at a time yes yeah definitely especially if you're i don't know if you've got kids and you're a parent and you're especially in the mornings you're whizzing around yeah. here there doing everything but then also in a busy corporate world someone comes and gives you something but you're already working on something and then you've got two things to work on yeah and the emails yeah. are coming in and uh, the yeah. phone's going off and yeah. then there's a meeting yeah yeah and then surprise surprise nothing got done <laughs> you do i think a lot more people especially with this covid thing have they are now wanting more for me they are now thinking I need more well-being. I need to switch off for an hour, 45 minutes, however long it is just for me. And I think a lot more people are doing that, which is good, but we still need to keep going with the ones that are still not slightly convinced, especially with Absolutely. breathing. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Breathing such a, such a, I mean, like the world collectively yeah. has had a breath panic. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah, we, we need to get breathing again yeah yeah and properly and just well not probably that's the wrong word <laughs> just i don't know functioning yeah. your lungs properly exactly. your diaphragm you yeah not shallow breathing and breathing because you're stressed or anxious breathing using your yeah ab abdominal muscles to rise your tummy and yeah not shallow shallow breathing at all i did something with my my dad the other day actually we went swimming and we always seem to have a competition of who can get the furthest underwater and yeah he he doesn't really believe in well he does he's fine but like the breath work and I said to him when we qualified as divers years ago I said to him do what do what divers do so breathing in try not to breathe out all of that air and then you've got extra air left in and then it's kind of the same for yoga but yeah he couldn't get half as far as I did <laughs> about that just because I suppose yoga as well, yoga breathing. And yeah, I just learned to breathe correctly. And before yeah, yeah. I even did yoga, I wouldn't have a clue how to breathe correctly. So I think no. I'm doing, yeah. And you probably didn't either with, with your IT work and just being stressed and anxious. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I really noticed lots of things. I mean, especially for me, it was sleep was the big thing. I used to have terrible trouble sleeping. And, and it was really quite noticeable that there was a distinct point at which it just stopped. And then, yeah. and it was so profound that I didn't even, for years, I didn't even remember that I used to have trouble sleeping. And then suddenly right. I was like, hey, do you know what? I used to have loads of trouble sleeping. 
I haven't had any problem sleeping for as long as I can remember now, but I can remember <laughs> back then. That's really yeah. good. And you probably see that with, with the yogis as well, that they come in and say, oh, I had an amazing class the other day. It was really good. I slept for however long. Just because well, your body is more in tune with it. It's, it's what, one of the principal things that people report to us is that just a few weeks in, their sleep has improved dramatically. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a host of other, you know, I'm, I've got more energy. I'm yeah. doing more with the family. I just, I'm not getting as worked up at work. Yeah. yeah. You know, all these things, there's just, which is perhaps definitely partly yoga, but yeah. also, well, you got a good night's sleep, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So maybe lots of it wouldn't have been there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and do you do in your classes, do you do like a five minute, relaxation shavasana at the end or do you just go straight into it and and do it and then come back out it depends on the class style so yeah that um our dream time uh is a slow flow for just half an hour and then a, a nidra for half oh. an hour um our freedom flow starts with meditation does a a, a slow flow comes into some yin um, and breath practice and finishes uh, with meditation. Yeah. Um, but then, then it's become slightly more movement focused. The glow class is breathing few, five minutes, slow flow, five minutes breathing at the end. Yeah. Um, and then as I, I mean, like look it up on the website, um, but as you go up through them, uh, it sort of becomes more physical, but there's always at least five minutes yeah. at the end to inter for the body to integrate the work and for people to relax and yeah. rest. Yeah, I think you need that. Hey, hey. So I just wanted to share with you that I am totally in love with Confused Girl in the City yoga brand. They have all kinds of apparel, which include crystal inspired leggings, capris, shorts, joggers, as well as tanks, tees, sports bras, hoodies, and swimwear, and accessories ranging from towels, beanies, face masks, and bags. And I have a few of these leggings and tanks and I absolutely love them. They are so soft and really, really comfortable. Now, Giovanna, who started the Confused Girl brand, she started it as a blog, and when she went on her healing and spiritual journey, she met a healer who had a profound effect on her. He had a collection of crystals and told her to pick two to take home. One day she was meditating and she had a vision of creating a line of women's activewear that was inspired by these crystals. Now Giovanna takes high resolution photos of crystals that inspire her and work with an art team to print them onto fabric. Each pair of leggings represents a different stone. These healing crystals balance yin yang energy and cultivate courage, creativity and healing. And their leggings are four-way stretch, breathable and made in LA and they pride themselves in using the best quality fabric on the market. These leggings are great for working out or going out or just chilling as well. 
So why the name Confused Girl? Well, Giovanna's answer is simple. It is really easy to accept yourself when you are feeling good and your life is the way you want it, but it isn't so easy to accept yourself when things are tough and you are confused. And we shame ourselves in times when we need to be embracing ourselves. Confused Girl is about accepting yourself just as you are at this moment. This acceptance will leave you, lead you to your true nature. Beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. So you can see why I love this brand so much. So head over to the website today, which is confusedgirlinthecity.com and use code yogigemma for a 20% discount at the checkout. That's yogigemma for 20% discount. Head on over now and check them out. How does the online on demand stuff work? Do you like people to have a heater in their room so it becomes hot yoga at home? <laughs> no, some people tell us that they do that. Okay. <laughs> but, um, the, the online platform is all targeted for, you know, room temperature work. Yeah. Um, and often focused on particular sports, like our particular focus at the moment is running. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll be working with cyclists and climbers uh, in the in future months to build up the library of content that's relevant. Yes. Yeah, because lots of people have got a couple of threads going on. Yeah, they're doing this yeah. sort of training and they're doing some yoga. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So they can use yoga for both, or yeah, just to help with that I have that actually on my on my on-demand classes yoga four I've called it so yo well actually kind of yoga for back pain or headaches but then yeah we've also got yoga for runners yoga for cyclists and I think it, there is specific demand for that as well especially like if you are working with with specific sport I think that's yeah that's a really good way do you have them come into the studio as well uh yeah yeah uh mixture really I mean Often, uh, you know, our teachers also do have other things going on, but where, where it's a, a sport that we're not, you know, experts in ourselves, then, yeah. you know, we'd uh, partner up with people that do know, because in the student community, there's, well, the, it's a big student community, so there's a lot of representation from, uh, from different sports. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. And also I had read that, yeah, that you're committed to reforest an area the size of mainland Britain. That's really amazing. Yeah, so that's... How's that working? Well, that's... I can tell you it's working really, really well. So we... we it's always been on my mind, to be honest. And it's the reason that Yoga Fury exists. Um, the pandemic kind of really got me to think, right, that's it. We're just going to go for it now. So last year, we partner at the moment with the Forest of Avon Trust. And last year, uh, through them, we planted 52 trees. Wow. Um, the plan is to double every year. So this year, we're planting 104. So this is in, nice. this is in Bristol. Wow. These, these are trees that, you know, you, you, you and I and our children, well, not our children, obviously, but... <laughs> The children of today can yeah. go and uh, can go and enjoy. Um, so, and in fact, this morning, um, which is Monday the fifteenth of uh, November, we're meeting up with people from the Forest of Avon to to take some photos. Oh. You know, as to commemorate the handing over of the money. Wow! Um, next year, 
want to do 208 um, the year after. The plan is, fingers crossed, 416. Nice. Um, so that'll be a thousand. I mean, that's nowhere near, obviously, yeah, the yeah. kind of um, output that we need. But but it is it, it is a massive goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go for it definitely. Yeah. And what kind of trees are they? Just any trees, or you got specific ones in mind? Well, that's why we partner with the Forest um, of Leven because obviously they they understand the woodland and they can say, well, okay, these ones here and this amount of distance around them and yeah and all that. Whereas you know we don't have that kind of expertise. So yeah. That's really, really good. And actually, I I was looking into it the other day about how trees give off oxygen and we breathe out carbon dioxide and they suck that in. And yeah, the more trees there are because of deforestation and things, the air is not circulating in the world as it should do because of deforestation. So the more we do that and the more we plant trees and vegetation, the better. And then we can then breathe properly. So it goes back to breathing again. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, and it, and in fact, it, there's another one on that. Um, you know, trees have a scent, don't they? Yes. You know, you can, and it turns out that some of those tree scents are naturally antiviral. So if oh, wow. if you were breathing it, you'd be you'd be killing viruses in your respiratory tract and and your lungs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So which which I also read some research which was done in the Far East because I think it was Singapore that really got hold of this idea. But, but at any rate, the research indicated that you take a postcode, the further that postcode is from a batch of trees, the higher the incidence of heart disease and cancer on that street. Wow. Just flat, just that. Wow. The closer you are to trees, your house is to trees the less likely there'll be heart disease and cancer in the house and it's just it's just mind-blowing yeah yeah it is and the amount of energies they give off i'm just getting into oh what's it called i can't remember some chinese medicine um the word's gone now but you stand by a tree and you really root down and allow the tree energy to bring it all into you and and heal you and oh qigong I think that's the word. Yeah. And it's really interesting just the way what I will always say, actually go outside. If you're feeling stressed, go outside, take your shoes and socks off and just round yourself because it makes you feel so much better just by breathing and just being feeling connected to the earth because we're all one, but that, that gets more spiritual then. And some people don't like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it, that is amazing what you do for for the community as well, for others to enjoy. And yeah, and then also for Yoga Fury as 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 a yoga studio. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um we I suppose in a way we want to do the whole capitalist thing and just do something amazing with the money, you know, instead of yeah. buying Lamborghinis and chateaus yeah <laughs> you know um do all that you know well don't do that get all yeah. that money yeah but yeah. then just just plant trees yeah you know reforest the world yeah yeah and because of all the climate stuff that's happening right now and yeah we need to 
and teach yeah. others, educate others with what our knowledge is right now. Well, the thing is that we all know that the, the money to fix the problems is there. What yeah. is lacking is the will. So if the money is there, well, let's go out and get the money. And we have the will, but we don't have the means. Others have the means, but they don't have the will. So yeah. somebody's got to do something here. Yeah, yeah, they really do. That's really good. How many teachers do you have at Yoga Fury? Uh, the, we've got a teaching team of nine. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's really um, And pretty much everybody's PAYE as well. We, um, we moved away from the self-employment thing. Yeah. I guess because I've worked in IT, you know, it wasn't that there was a career path, but there was there were opportunities to, you know, go for things if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it just felt to me like that just wasn't there yeah. for yoga teachers. Yeah. So so I'm really hoping that one of the byproducts of this will be that there will be it will be possible to have a career. Yes you know, as a yoga teacher and, and to be able to, you know, afford, yeah. you know, because I think a lot of really good people are put off becoming yoga teachers because they think, oh my God, you know, yeah. if I don't, if I don't really make very much money, it's going to massively, you know, in yeah. inhibit what I'm going to do. Yes. Kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You know, sort of yeah. like um, really good salaries yeah. for yoga teachers. Yeah. Yeah. What about that for a concept? Yeah. <laughs> great. Great idea. We need it. Definitely. Just to spread the love of yoga as well. Oh. Because, yeah, I'm sure your teachers are so passionate about it. That's why they become yoga, became yoga teachers. And, yeah, I suppose, yeah, I don't know. How is it that um, do people come to you with certain injuries and then five or six weeks later it's healed because of the amount of, work they've put in on themselves but also the heat as well like with your knee and yeah what other injuries yeah 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 it's very common for somebody to come because they've got some something going on yeah and the the, the doctors recommended it or the physios recommended it and it's not not anything they'd ever have thought about if yeah. a medical professional hadn't said it and then um three months later there's a dramatic difference so like for instance over the summer a guy came and he was clearly you know an athlete yeah. clearly um but had a, a terrible wrist problem okay yeah which is in itself is a challenge yeah. in, a, in a physical yoga class but um but at any rate um he just went from strength to strength and you know he was getting physio and he was doing his exercises, um, but he also was coming to yoga and was in the heat. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that I wouldn't claim it was all all yoga or all hot yoga or all the heat. But all these things have led to him um, being able to go back to That's good. what he wanted to do. Of course, the question now is, well, how do you how do you maintain it without yeah. hurting yourself again? Yeah. But then also he's done that and found that it's worked. So then they probably stay because it makes them feel better. It makes them sleep better and it's healed them, hopefully. And yeah, is he still coming now? 
Uh, to be honest, he's drifting a little. This is what oh, often happens. Yeah. You know, people people get a, a great benefit. Yeah. Then they start to drift a little. And then, then probably about 70% of people yeah. come back again. And then, yeah. then, they're, then they're really in it because they, they got better, no. yeah. got practicing, got worse, realized <laughs> that actually I need to go and practice. Yeah. Um, so, so we'll see. I've, I've got high hopes. Fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, I'm sure we will do. Yeah. And where can we find you? What's your social media or your your website i will put it all in the show notes yeah cool so um we're uh yoga fury uh on the uh, on the internet so just uh, yogafury.com and uh you can get us on facebook uh, as, as yoga fury and you can get us on um twitter as yoga fury and you can get us on Instagram as Yoga Fury. Perfect. Oh, thank you. Where did the Yoga Fury name come from? So, um, Yoga Fury. So the Fury is spelled as F-U-R-I-E. And I'm, I'm not a linguist, but I believe that's the old English spelling you know for like the the furies uh, you know okay. yeah yeah it's kind of a reference a to the heat yeah and b to the fact that in the hindu pantheon of gods and goddesses you know obviously you have you have demon figures as well which you know just represent the kind of um archetypal bad habits that that people have just like the good ones represent the archetypal good um, things about people. So it's really just to, you know, just a nod to the fact that, yeah, we're going to be in the warmth and we're going to be looking inside ultimately um, in, uh, in an introspective practice. Yeah. That's really good. I love the name. It's really, oh, I don't know. It's really good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> And it does, it yeah, it represents what you are. And two things that we can take away from today. What are your, sum it up, I suppose, sum up what we've said. How many things, sorry? Two, or more. Two, two things. <laughs> two, two things, well, uh, definitely don't multitask unless there's absolutely um, no alternative. Um, and uh, plant some trees. Even yeah. if you just put one in your back garden, plant yeah. some trees. Good one. Yes. Thank you. Oh, it's been so good. It's been really good fun having you on. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Gemma. I've very much enjoyed it. That's all right. We'll definitely see you soon at some point. Good stuff. Thank you. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon. Bye.